0: Hello friends, this is Missy and I am a professional health coach, owner of Authentic Wellness and Passionate Wellness Warrior. Welcome to my podcast, This Is Me at 50. I am committed to helping build a healthier community one beautiful person at a time, whether it be building healthy lifestyle habits, understanding nutrition, and how to nourish your body with healthy whole foods. Learning ways to navigate and manage stress, or just getting yourself moving. This is a place for us to chat about what it looks like and feels like to go from your best life in your 40s to an even better life in your 50s while navigating hormones, perimenopause, and menopause. Let's talk about finding balance over perfection, nourishing your body and the role nutrition plays, healthy movement who you should surround yourself with and why that matters. Anxiety, hot flashes, concentration, focus, sleep cooking, relationships and friends, all the things. This is me at 50. Now, before I move on, I want to make sure you're getting all of the best information because I love sharing. As a professional health coach, I am passionate about educating and providing quality information with the goal of creating a healthier community. Be sure to check out the show notes and sign up for my Authentic Wellness mailing list. This is an awesome resource for recipes, upcoming events, and more great information on ways that you can create that healthy lifestyle that you want. Just click on that link to sign up, or you can also sign up by visiting my website, authenticwellness.net. And as a nice bonus, I'll send you an awesome freebie just for joining my community of fun. One of my absolute favorite activities to do with health coaching clients is to go shopping with them at the market. In the summer, we buddy up and go to the farmer's market. Luckily, we have an award-winning farmer's market right in our downtown. So these trips are always a success and packed full of fabulous, fresh local finds. This is an incredible opportunity for me to introduce clients to local resources for fresh fruits and vegetables, meat, seasonings, eggs, honey, maple syrup, natural skincare products. The list goes on and on. And in the off season, we just visit our local grocery stores. Now, we don't have fancy Whole Foods or Trader Joe's in the town where we live. We just have grocery store chains, but they are perfect for what we need. Now, separate from my one-on-one coaching clients, the past five years, I've offered an online group seasonal detox program. I have a new one for each of the four seasons and I've helped hundreds of people reset their bodies, reduce inflammation, curb cravings, get rid of the bloat, all of the things in just five days with this fresh, whole food-focused detox program. Everything we need, we can find at our farmer's market, And the local grocery stores now we live in the midwest and living in the midwest means that we have seasons and with those seasons come new foods new routines and new ways of approaching our well-being summer foods are refreshing and light while fall brings squashes and pumpkins and comfort foods and winter brings soups and stews and spring fresh renewals of herbs and greens So the way we shop and the way we eat changes too. The foods that we find are fresh and available change with the seasons. So these market trips are always packed full and we have the best time wandering through the store, learning, exploring and filling our carts with nutritious goodness. Now, this past week, I had the pleasure of four separate grocery store tours with my current reset group, and we had a blast. And one of the groups said, Missy, your next podcast should be all about these grocery store tours. The tips and the tricks and the lessons that you're teaching us. You should share these with the world. So I promised them I would do just that. So today, let's talk about shopping and how you can feel empowered and knowledgeable at the grocery store or farmer's market that you know how to get the most for your money while supporting a healthy, nutritious lifestyle. One of the very first things I recommend is a tool. It's an app. It's called Yucca. Y-U-K-A. Go to your app store and download it. It has a little picture of a carrot and it's free. It's a free app and it's absolutely amazing. When you're in the store, pull up the app It has a barcode scanner. You scan the barcode of the product that you're thinking of buying. It will rate it for you. It rates everything, first of all, with like a color. So it's either red, yellow, or green. Red being bad, yellow not so great, and green is good. And then every product also gets a score out of 100 that determines how good or bad it is for you. And then, this is the best part. The app actually lists for you exactly what the negatives are or the good things are. For example, it lists additives. It tells you what they are and why they are listed as positive or negative. It shows calories. It reflects amount of saturated fat, the amount of sodium, the amount of sugar. So you can begin to understand why exactly this product is good or maybe not so good for you. The other really cool thing that it does is it gives you healthy alternatives. So say you're craving tortilla chips. You scan the bag of the one that you think looks healthy and find out it's actually full of safflower and seed oils and preservatives and sodium. Okay, so now that you know that's not the best option... The cool part is the Yucca app. You scroll down, and there are other tortilla chips listed with the picture so you know what the bag looks like that give you good alternatives and good options. Siete brand pops up as a healthy alternative, and boom, you've got yourself those tortilla chips and a win with a better version for you. Yucca, Y U K A. It's so cool. Get that tool and use it. It's a game changer. The second thing that you must do is you must invest in reading the ingredient labels. You need to ignore the front of the package. That is all marketing. Remember, the food industry is just a really big business. They don't care, quite frankly, if you're healthy or not healthy what they care about is that you are buying their product the truth is you need to go and read the ingredients listed in that product to make a decision for you to know is this a good choice or is it not a great rule of thumb when you're looking at ingredients is four ingredients or less and they should all be real food If you can't pronounce one of those things listed in those ingredients, you have no business putting that in your body. Read those ingredient labels and choose only the real good stuff. You are worth it. Next tip, now that we got the basics down, let's talk about organic versus non-organic. First, it's important to understand What exactly does it mean when a product is labeled organic? Organic is a designation that's used by the USDA's National Organic Program to certify that food or this product was produced without synthetic chemicals or fertilizers, genetic engineering, radiation, or sewage sludge. Yes that's actually in the definition. Kind of crazy that sewage sludge is in the definition. But it's important to note, organic is not the same thing as natural. A lot of times you'll see on products, it'll say natural. Natural is different than organic. When you see the word natural on a food label, it means that that product has no artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives. Natural on that food label does not have anything to do with the method or the materials that grow that food or create that product. It's only referring to the natural ingredients included in the product. Also, you need to be careful not to mix up other common food labels with organic labels. For example, when you go to buy eggs, right? you go up to the egg department and there's free-range eggs, and pasture-raised eggs. Now, having these labels doesn't mean a farmer followed all the guidelines for organic certification. Remember, organic means that they were produced without synthetic chemicals or fertilizers, genetic engineering, radiation, or sewage sludge. You do not know what those chickens were fed. The feed could have had chemicals in it. There could have been chemicals in the feed for the chickens, which in turn makes them not organic. Or the farm could use fertilizers or pesticides. So those eggs might not be organic. The free range or the pasture raise simply refers to where the chickens are hanging out all day, outside wandering in a pasture, or if they're actually in one of those awful warehouses. So how do you know if a product is organic or not? So the U.S. Department of Agriculture, or the USDA, has set up an organic certification program that requires all organic food to meet very strict government standards. And these standards control how food is grown, handled, and processed. Any product labeled as 100% organic on the product description or the packaging must also contain a USDA certified seal if it's been certified and verified. Now this little seal, it's a little tiny red and green circle. It says USDA organic seal and you will see it on products that are actually verified 100% organic and they have met those standards. So there are like four different ways that you might see organic listed on a label. And all of them do not mean the product is organic. The most important one that you wanna look for if you're deciding that organic is the way you're going and you don't want those pesticides and chemicals, it should say 100% organic. And then on that label, you should see someplace that little green and white USDA seal. This means whether it be fruits, vegetables, eggs, meats, or other products, typically it's just a one ingredient product, but that food or that item has been certified that it is 100% organic and all of those requirements have been met. Now, sometimes... A product or a thing that you're buying will just say organic. If the product label says organic and it has that small USDA organic seal, that means at least 95% of the ingredients in that product are certified organic. If it does not have that little seal, it did not meet the requirements and it is not considered entirely organic, and it's just being used as a marketing tactic. The other thing that you might see is it might say, made with organic products. If a product is made with ingredients that meet at least part of the organic requirements, it might say, made with organic, right? So that means something in the processing of that item at some point was organic. For example, breakfast cereal, a lot of times we'll say made with organic oats. Okay. So that ingredient, those oats must be listed to show which of the items are organic, but these products cannot carry a USDA seal because there are plenty of other ingredients in that cereal that are not organic and are not great for you. So the product itself does not meet the requirements. The fourth way that you might see it is you might see something listed that says contains organic ingredients. So if it says contains organic ingredients, oftentimes we see that organic and we think right away, oh, that must be good for me. But actually, if it doesn't have at least 70% of the ingredients in that product are certified organic, they haven't met the requirements, it cannot carry that USDA seal. And that product really probably isn't exceptionally great for you, okay? So remember, the food industry is big business. And at the end of the day, they don't really care if you're healthy or not. They just want you to buy their products. And organic is a catchphrase, and it's a great marketing tool, but it's important for you to know and understand how to make the best choice for you. Look for that little USDA seal, and then you know, You have good organic products. Otherwise, you should know that product is probably not organic and just that word is being used to try to get you to buy that product. Another great resource that you can go to to kind of research some of these things is the Environmental Working Group or EWG. You can find them at ewg.org. They produce an annual report called the Clean 15 and the Dirty Dozen every year, listing the cleanest and the dirtiest produce items containing pesticides. The Clean 15 are items that when tested, they showed the least amount of pesticide residue and the Dirty Dozen are those that were the worst offenders. So if you're in the market and you're deciding between buying organic produce or not, and believe me, I get it. $8 for a container of organic strawberries is a bit ridiculous. You can refer to this clean and dirty list to help make your decision. If that food falls on the clean list, well, then you can feel better making the choice to purchase non-organic products. I know it can seem expensive, but think about it. Pesticides are designed to kill living organisms organisms. I don't really want you putting that in your body because you are a living organism. Now, one last rule of thumb. If you're going to eat the whole thing, right? So if you're buying produce and you're going to eat the whole thing. So say, for example, apples or berries or grapes or leafy greens, you can't really wash off pesticides in those items because it's seeped into all of the produce, the the fruit, or the vegetable that you're going to eat. You can't really wash off those pesticides. And so your really best bet is to buy organic with those items. But other items like lemons, bananas, avocados, if you're not eating that outer skin or that outer shell, you can feel comfortable selecting the non-organic item with those things next thing. Let's talk about gluten-free. So I am a gut health fanatic. Like gut health is at the core of almost every client I work with. A healthy gut is imperative for your body to function properly. Healthy digestion, proper nutrient absorption, the strength of your immune system. Friend, the gut is where it's at. And you can be eating all the right macros, pick all the healthiest foods, but if your gut isn't healthy, your body will struggle to absorb the nutrients it needs and be able to function the way it needs to support your body. One of the fastest ways to wreak havoc on your gut is to consume large amounts of gluten. So even if you haven't been told you have gluten sensitivity or intolerance, I highly recommend following a low-to-no-gluten style of eating. So first, let's start by understanding the basics of what gluten is so you know where to find it. Gluten, gluten is actually a protein found in certain grains like wheat, rye, and barley. So gluten comes from wheat, rye, and barley. Gluten helps that food maintain its shape by providing elasticity and moisture. So if you need to avoid gluten, in general, you should avoid wheat-based foods and ingredients that come from wheat products, rye products, and barley. So things that are made from white and whole wheat flours, So you really need to take out bread, pasta, couscous, cookies, cakes, muffins, pastries, cereals, crackers, gravies, and even beer. Less obviously, though, there is also gluten in soy sauce, bouillon cubes, a lot of candy, food starches, fried foods, even oats if they're processed in the same facility as wheat. Now for myself, gluten is one of the biggest disruptors for my autoimmune condition Hashimoto's. When I consume gluten, I experience awful migraines, terrible bloating, my body feels puffy, and I have serious energy depletion. So I avoid it as much as I possibly can. If you've been diagnosed with celiac disease, the gluten protein triggers your immune system to actually attack and damage the lining of your small intestine. It causes terrible discomfort and absolutely awful symptoms. So the food industry has figured out that we are wising up to the impact of excessive gluten in our bodies, and it has become another marketing tactic. Sometimes we wander into the gluten-free section thinking, well, it doesn't have gluten, so it must be good for me. Or you notice it says gluten-free listed on the front of the package and like automatically we think, oh, no gluten. Well, this must be better for me. Please, please, please avoid the gluten-free section of the store if you can. All you have to do is take a closer look at the ingredients So turn that product over and read those ingredients to see that in most gluten-free products, sugar levels are significantly higher, and at the end of the day, a gluten-free pretzel is still just a pretzel. Gluten-free foods are commonly less fortified with folic acid, iron, and other nutrients that regular foods containing gluten have. And foods labeled gluten-free tend to have way more sugar and way more fat. And many of these are packaged foods that are on supermarket shelves and they're trying to get you with the gluten-free, but be smarter. And no, you cannot just assume that these foods are healthier choices because they have that big gluten-free on the front of the packaging. Again, in many cases, they aren't and the added ingredients make them actually worse for you. So bottom line, labeling a food gluten-free does not make it healthy. When shopping for snacks, stick with better naturally gluten-free choices like fresh fruit, fresh veggies, hummus, and nuts. Now let's shift to seed oils. Okay, it's important to talk to you about industrial seed oils. Industrial seed oil or vegetable oils are products like soybean oils, corn oils, safflower oil, canola, and cottonseed oils. You often see these oils used in natural snacks and prepackaged foods. But there is nothing natural about the way that these oils are made. Okay, so canola oil, corn oil, sunflower oil, safflower oil, soybean oil, grapeseed oil. These are not good choices for you. So when you're looking at those ingredients, if you see those oils, put those products back on the shelf. So let's understand a little bit why and let's understand what is a better option. Okay. So first of all, because I love to know the why behind things, I'm going to tell you a little bit about how seed oils are made because it's going to help you understand. So seed oils are made by gathering the seeds from the plant, like the corn and the soybeans, and then superheating them up until their fatty acids oxidize in a process called hydronation. The resulting oils are then processed with a petroleum-based solvent and smothered in a chemical cocktail to mask an absolutely awful color and smell. Petroleum. Chemical processing. Gross. It sounds like toxic waste, doesn't it? But here's a little bit of history, okay, so you understand where it came from. So vegetable oil was originally a byproduct of Procter & Gamble's soap making process and condemned as toxic waste. Procter & Gamble realized that they could actually take this waste and process it using this hydronating cottonseed oil process and then pass it off as a cooking oil It wasn't long before other hydronated oils like canola oil, soybean, and sunflower oils hit the shelves. And everybody all of a sudden started singing the praises and advertising consuming these as better options in place of animal-based saturated fats. And that has seeped into our culture's subconscious so deeply that it's, it's actually like second nature for us. If you want to stay healthy and slim, it used to be, don't eat the butter, use the canola oil. But here's the kicker, that's actually not true. Seed oils are higher in what's called omega-6 fatty acids. To keep your body at optimal health, you need to ingest a proper balance of omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids. Now our current Western diet is already super super high in omega-6 fatty acids and consuming too many of them can trigger your body's inflammatory response. Seed oils are loaded with inflammatory omega-6 fatty acids and that is seriously bad news for anybody with chronic inflammation. If you are struggling with joint pain, if you're struggling with autoimmune flare-ups, check the labels of your food. These seed oils like say canola oil or soybean oil might be hiding in the products you're using, driving that inflammation in your body. So seed oils are also full of trans fats and lipid peroxides. Okay, so because of their industrial origin, so these are not natural, these are oils that are created through a process, the polyunsaturated fats and seed oils are incredibly unstable and they oxidize when exposed to heat. So when this happens, nasty trans fat and lipid peroxides are infused into your food And these harmful substances have been linked from everything to heart disease, to actual DNA damage. Now the food industry has insisted that these seed oils are heart healthy because of their low LDL cholesterol content. But what we actually know is that seed oils can have the ability to worsen heart disease because of their inflammatory nature. And because seed oils are so high in omega-6 and trans fats, also a massive trigger for weight gain. You're almost better off eating a stick of butter, my friend. Okay, well, maybe not a stick of butter, but seed oils are still a major culprit for the country's obesity epidemic. Okay, so what about things like margarines or like all of these fake butters, right? Those are actually just solidified vegetable oil. You've probably heard it praised over the years as heart-healthy alternatives to butter. But margarine is made from the same unnatural hydrogenation process as vegetable oils. It has the same inflammatory omega-6s and trans fats. It's processed poison for your body. Think about it. Margarine is essentially a solidified block of toxic waste definitely not something you want to spread on your gluten-free toast. Opt for that grass-fed butter or ghee instead. Your body and your taste buds will be so much happier. So the oils that you want to avoid, canola oil, corn oil, sunflower oil, safflower oil, soybean oil, grapeseed oil. In place of those unnatural, inflammatory, polyunsaturated fats, you are far better off consuming natural saturated fats. So really, you're better off grass-fed butter, ghee, and lard. They are rich with natural occurring vitamins, and nutrients are some of the healthiest fats that you can eat in moderation, along with monounsaturated fats like olive oil and coconut oil. So good healthy fat options and good healthy oil options would be avocado oil, olive oil, coconut oil. One of my favorite, favorite brands is Primal Kitchen primal kitchen has all kinds of amazing condiments they have mayos they have ketchup they have salad dressings they have marinades and they're all natural based oils they have an avocado oil that is like to die for it's free of all toxic seed oils and full of healthy good fats so i feel great using my avocado oil because i know it's good for me A lot of those unhealthy fats are in these natural baked chips and healthy sweet potato chips. So read those labels. What you want to see is avocado oil, olive oil, coconut oil, real butter, and ghee. Last but not least, we must talk about sugar. Sugar! Sugar-free, no added sugars, fake sugars, real sugar, sugar substitute, sugar. Sugar is in everything, right? We've talked about sugar a whole bunch of times in these podcasts, and I will continue to do so because sugar is like the ultimate underlying root cause of so many problems. Now, remember, if you're a woman, you get 25 grams of sugar a day. If you're a guy, Well, you get 36, you get a few more, but keeping track of your sugar intake is one of the best things that you can do to help support healthy nutrition and a balanced, wonderful diet. But reading labels is imperative with this one. It is so important to not only look at how many grams of sugar per serving, that whole serving size thing is really important, little detail here, but also looking at the full ingredients list. Remember, ingredients are listed in the order that they are in the product. So if sugar or a form of sugar is one of the first four ingredients, your sugar intake is probably gonna be pretty high. And places that they hide it, places where you wouldn't necessarily think. Like think about nut butters. Like peanut butter is like a really great example, okay? so. So peanut butter or almond butter, cashew butter, all those are so yummy, right? So you go to look at the ingredients. A peanut butter or an almond butter or a cashew butter, you know what the ingredients should read? Peanuts. If it's almond butter, it should say almonds. If it's cashew butter, it should say cashews. That's it. That's all it should say. But if you look at things that are like pre-stirred or no-stirred version, Even if it says natural, even if it says, you know, organic, if it's pre-stirred, typically sugar has been added to keep the oil and the butter all mixed together. Now you can mix that together with a spoon all by yourself and save yourself that sugar intake. Watch for things like milk. Do you ever look at how much sugar is in a cup of milk? the big craze, almond milk, coconut milk, oat milk, all of these great dairy alternatives are fabulous. And it's great for you to reduce your dairy intake, which can be great for inflammation. But if you're replacing it with sugar, you're kind of defeating the purpose of making that other option. Go with options that do not have added sugars and look at how much sugar is in each serving. Now, this is a great time to use that Yucca app that I was talking about to educate yourself on sugar substitutes because a lot of products now say they're sugar-free and really what they're flavored with is chemicals that have been created in science labs to make that food taste sweet. So when you scan those barcodes, You can let yucca tell you if those added ingredients that are added into that product, if those sugar-free foods are actually good for you because yucca is gonna break that down for you and they're gonna tell you what the additives are and then it's gonna tell you if it's good or bad for you. And then yucca is gonna give you alternatives that are healthier. Now sugar substitutes, I'm not a fan. Sugar-free products typically use chemical sugar substitutes that bring sweetness and taste, but oftentimes those chemical sweeteners like glucose, sucralose, aspartame, maldextrin, a lot of those chemical sweeteners are the root cause for gastrointestinal issues and bloating. Remember, I'm the gut girl. I like a healthy gut. So I don't want to put those chemicals and I don't want to have that response in my gut. So I tend to stay away from all of those sugar substitutes. If I'm going to have sugar, I'm going to opt for cane sugar if it's in a product and just make sure I keep that sugar in check within my 25 grams a day. Or I'm going to use local raw honey or maple syrup. I'd rather buy a bag of frozen fruit and add it to my water and drink fresh, healthy, fruit-infused water over squirting those chemicals or pouring those powders into my drink and my body. Again, let Yucca guide you to great options. So we just covered a whole bunch of stuff here, friend. Can you imagine how much we cover actually in person we're in the store? It is so much more, they are so much fun. So if you're ever interested, you are more than welcome to book a consultation and we can meet and chat and walk through the store and it's a lot of fun and incredibly educational. But in the meantime, download that Yucca app and start using it as a helpful guide. Check out EWG's Clean 15 and Dirty Dozen list for pesticide-free produce. Look for that USDA certified organic green and white circle and don't let the organic marketing ploy outsmart you. Skip the gluten-free section, you don't need that crap. Only use oils like olive oil, coconut oil, and avocado oil and stay away from those nasty seed oils. And count those sugar grams. You've got this. And that's a wrap for today, friends. I hope this was a helpful episode for you. If you liked what you heard, I would really appreciate it if you sent it to a friend or share on your social media. If you think there's something in it that can be helpful for someone else, be sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, I'd love for you to leave a positive review and rating. Until next time, my friend, I wish you all the best that life has to offer. Make it a great day. Today's episode is sponsored by Authentic Wellness. Our mission is to teach you a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. We focus on nutrition that supports a strong immune system and healthy gut, balanced hormones, managing autoimmune conditions, and sustainability for life balance and long-term success. We offer a variety of one-on-one and small group health coaching programs, seasonal detoxes, monthly membership programs, and ongoing classes and workshops designed to educate and empower you in your journey. Schedule your health consultation today by visiting AuthenticWellness.net.